Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Sometimes it's easiest just to simplify things, to break things down into something that we have uh, learned a long time ago that are tried and true that we just get. And the idea of supply and demand is certainly one of those, that if there is more demand for something, that, you know, sometimes the supply gets outstripped, it gets pushed away, and it's really, really hard to get it all taken care of all at once. And the same thing goes for treating patients and dealing with things in hospitals. And that's where UPMC has stepped in, and they are looking at monoclonal antibodies and outpatients, people who have mild to moderate cases of coronavirus, that they can get monoclonal antibodies as a treatment. But typically it's done through an intravenous injection, an IV is put in place and that takes a long time to get that medicine into the person's body what if you could do it a different way that was the question that was asked by our next guest and we are delighted to have joining us here on the rick dayton show dr aaron mccreary a farm d an infectious disease pharmacist at upmc and also a clinical assistant professor in the university of pittsburgh school of medicine dr mccreary thanks so much for being on kdka how are you I'm great. Thanks so much for having me, Rick. When we look at monoclonal antibodies, first of all, everybody says, well, do I have antibodies? Do I have antibodies? Are you basically giving me antibodies? Answer that question first before we get into the way they're being administered. Yes, that's a great question. So mono means one, clonal means copy. And so essentially what this medication is, is just a bunch of copies that are very, very similar to the antibodies that your own immune system produces in response to COVID-19. And so this therapy basically just gives your immune system this leg up on the virus. So as soon as you start having symptoms, we can infuse these antibodies because it takes your natural immune system up to a week to kind of kick in. And so this therapy just makes you feel better faster. And as I've talked to other researchers, they have said the sooner you know that you are positive for coronavirus, the more effective this particular therapy is. Is that still the case? Yes. And so we are encouraging, if you're listening, as soon as you have a cough, a sneeze, in today's day and age, you have to assume that's COVID-19 until proven otherwise. So if you have any kind of symptoms, we encourage you to get tested. And if you are unfortunately positive for COVID-19, we luckily have a very effective therapy, but you have to get it early. And so contact your doctor or you can call us directly at 866-804-5251. Um, and we will get you referred for antibody therapy, but you don't want to wait until you feel worse. They're better if if you give them as soon as possible. You've used the term therapy a couple of times already, doctor. Is that different than treatment? Is that different than getting a drug? Is it the same thing? Are those terms interchangeable? 
Yes, they are. Okay, so that helps us to understand that. So now the way that it has been given traditionally is intravenously, correct? That you have to come in, have an IV put in. How long would it take to receive a treatment of the monoclonal antibodies? Yes, when we give it through the vein or IV, that takes about 30 minutes to give that infusion. Plus, you have the time to wait where the nurse has to, you know, start a line basically and get the needle into your vein in order to put the treatment into, into your bloodstream. And so probably the whole process takes about 45 minutes. And these wouldn't be people who had a port already, right? These aren't necessarily cancer patients or somebody who gets a lot of different intravenous medications. So you do have to start that line. And perhaps even every time, if there are multiple treatments, would it be multiple therapies? Oh, good question. So it's only a one-time therapy. So you just get it once. However, cancer patients and transplant patients and patients that may have ports for other illnesses, they actually are patients we really want to receive the therapy if they get COVID-19 because if you're um, what we call your immune system is you know more sick or you have those kinds of diseases then this therapy is really really helpful for you so we would treat those patients and, and you're right they would already have a line in place. So that gives you some of the background information to what is the new information that was released today work that you have been working on along with Dr. Kevin Kipp at the UPMC the president vice president of clinical uh, analytics looking at a different way to administer this and going through clinical trials what's different about the way that you that, that you've developed? Yes. So um, when this medication came out, the government basically said, give it through the vein. That's preferred because that's the only way it was studied so far. But they said, if you get to a situation where giving it through the vein is going to delay the treatment, meaning you're not going to be able to get patients therapy as fast as you need to, then we can consider giving it under the skin as four injections. You give them all at one time and we just give it under the skin. And so since September, you know, our COVID cases have gone up and we said, you know what, giving it through the vein is going to lead to a delay in therapy. And we want to make sure that we treat as many patients as possible. And so we took that language from the government. We said, we're going to start giving it under the skin to treat as many patients as possible. But we very much believe in, you know, learning while we do things and, and, and developing these kind of cutting edge research. So we we looked at it, we evaluated the patients that we treated to make sure that we were doing the right thing. And we're really, really excited to show that this under the skin is just as good as giving it through the vein. And when we do it under the skin, we can treat so many more patients every week. And so this is really beneficial to our community and and really to the the world, because there's a lot of settings where you might not have a healthcare worker that's trained to start that IV, but a lot of different kinds of healthcare workers can do the the under the skin injection. So this really, really should help expand access to this treatment. So these subcutaneous subskin under the skin injections that you're talking about, how big is it? I mean, you would think about an IV, we think about the bag that's hanging there off a pole, right? And that that's got to go in. And how much volume are we talking about in those four injections in order to be effective? It is. Each injection is 2.5 mLs or cc's or however you want to call it. So if you put them all together, it'd be basically kind of one flush syringe of of fluid. So it's not a tiny amount, but it's not a big amount either. And adult patients, it's absolutely fine. We have had very, very, very few adverse events or any kind of concerns from patients, but that's the total volume. It is important to point out, though, that we do not do the under the skin injections for pediatric patients or children. 
because you know they're just tinier and so um we're a little more concerned about the volume in that setting. Absolutely. You're talking about a lot of liquid, if you will, for lack of a better term, being under the skin right there. How does that compare, that 2.5 uh, mils or cc's times four? How does that compare to, say, a vaccine? If somebody has received the vaccine, are we talking comparable amounts, more or less? How does that compare? The under the skin injections would be more. The vaccine is usually about a half of an ml. Okay. And so we're talking, you know, up to 10 ml. I'm just trying to give people a, a sake of comparison for that. So what is the next step? You've done some clinical work at this point. What's the next step in terms of this research proceeding? We submitted it. So hopefully it will be published and we can share these results with the world. We posted them online today. So they are, you know, free and publicly available and then we continue to treat patients. So every day we, you know, have almost, I think, 40 to 50 centers across Pennsylvania, New York, Maryland, and we continue uh, to evaluate all of our patients that we give antibodies and, and and look at that so that we can keep doing the right thing for our patients everywhere. She's a pharmacist and deals with infectious diseases at UPMC, a clinical assistant professor in the Pitt School of Medicine, Dr. Aaron McCreary on KDK. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you so much. Really interesting stuff. And again, so many things are being done right here in our backyard, and they're looking at it. And I love what she said about not only that they want to do this, but they also want to continue to learn. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 